episode is brought to you by Squash Clothing and Sugar Life. Welcome to the Overly Excited Podcast, hosted by Jack Watts and Dale Sidebottom. Two friends with a passion for life, learning... And all things that get them jumping out of their seats. <laughs> Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Overly Excited Podcast. And Sidey, I am extremely excited for today's episode because not only is our guest one of the, well... The sexiest men oh, yes. that I know. So sexy. Not only is he one of the most talented human beings <laughs> who has done a lot of sort of self-improvement, a lot of self-help over recent years, but he's also one of my great mates and uh, I'm fortunate enough to get to work with him every day. Ooh, um, over the last few years, you know, he is... Uh, yeah, the bond that we've been able to create has been very special to me and he's so been close. kind enough to give us an hour or two of his time. An like hour or two. <laughs> I want We've five hours. <laughs> I'm here until 2 a.m. Well, I'd like to welcome the great man, Stubby Jack Stubby Turner, to the podcast. Thanks for coming on, Stub. No, thank you. I'm very excited. I'm nervous, a little bit sweaty, <laughs> but um, I can't wait to chew the fat. And we've all we've all had big days today. You're a bit jet lagged, Sidey. Yeah, a little bit jet lagged, boys, and... Uh, I've already. You were talking about sweating before, so we haven't even started. <laughs> you know when your body's just saying to you, "You are." You need a rest. Yeah, you're done. And nah, uh, you look good. Oh, the gl- bottom probably uh, glistening from all the. Uh, looks, like I've got olive oil on, but uh, yeah. no, I'm good and excited for this. Stubby, thanks for coming to the dungeon, mate. This is uh, this is a first uh, guest, and it hasn't just been Jacko and myself chewing the fat in here, mate. So, nah. do you, are you going to ask it, Jacko? Am I? I want to ask. Yeah. As we always start, unless I forget it, Sidey, which and then you remind me of it for the next ten weeks that I forgot to ask this question. But Stubman, what gets you overly excited in life? Well, I would uh, mention, and keep it PG. Yeah, just for I the... would mention what I do in my bedroom late at night, but I don't want to because you know we need this to go to air. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, probably I love dancing. I love wriggling my body. What gets me overly excited if I see a dance floor and people are dancing mm. and I just want to go on there and rip it. Oh, <laughs> rip it. <laughs> Is that – so that's like just anywhere you go. Yeah. Because like, a lot of people like need a couple of beers or something no, to get the courage. Oh, yeah, I need a few. Need a few. I do like it's nervous. not just you just roll straight in nah. and go – Let's the do atmosphere it. needs to be right. Yeah, needs you know, the right there needs to be people there. You need yeah. to feel a bit safe. Yeah. But if you feel safe on a dance floor, that just gets it's the heart on. popping. I remember a dance floor. You and I were once on, I think it had the lighting up the floor, <laughs> had maybe a 161 yes, sort of number. Oh and some of the moves that the blonde John Travolta <laughs> pulls the blonde out. John, of, they call me. The blonde John. <laughs> like, I don't look flexible, but I. <laughs> Can manoeuvre this shit. <laughs> He's swearing okay. Yeah, like, ask Jack, he drops a lot. Yeah, I do. Dropping them like, like too many. I won't say the C word, but maybe an F. Yeah, no, yeah, go. that's, that's okay. not I'll a problem try, here. You, you know, just, I want whatever. this to reach wide audiences, <laughs> schools, yeah, primary schools, kindergartens. Um, Spot on. Yes. So okay, so you love your dancing stub. Um, well, I know what else you love is your. Your new dog, Jill. Oh my god! Oh, Tell I us about said Jill. That. <laughs> Jill. Jill's going to be. Oh no! Jill's going to be a bit upset I, that yeah, you didn't she mention can't her. Listen to this. And you know your new nephew, little Teddy, yeah, Sal, so, your family. Yeah, Tell me about that. A lot of uh, new people in my life, which I love. Um, 
I got Jill. Jill was actually a celebration for me. I wanted to do a big life change after a big life change of losing uh, weight, which I'm sure we'll get on to. I've got a few tips uh, <laughs> tricks and tricks. We're going deep too. I want to cry. Let's go. I want tears pouring oh, down. I was jet lagged for I'm up in the Why on? Why we rub oh. oil on you? Uh, <laughs> let's just do it. Um, Jill is honestly, it's weird how much you can love an animal. Like mm. I love her. If you could marry an animal, mm. and it's it's 2023, it should be legal. Wow. Um, I love her so much. So got her in August. Mm. Um, and also my sister had a baby, my nephew, Ted. So, yeah, a lot of new a people. Of new and it's great. And, and what also what I'm looking forward to delving into today, and I love, you know, I think from the outside, like me and you are probably perceived as these, you know, happy-go-lucky, yes. crazy sort of people who, you know, everything's perfect and everything's great. But, I mean, as as I've sort of opened up on the pod and, and you know, nothing, you know, everyone's sort of going through their stuff, yes. aren't they? And that's what I have loved so much about you and I and our relationship over the last few years is actually getting – deeper and knowing each other on a different level to just, you know, that outside Definitely. perspective, I suppose. And as you mentioned, you know, you've you've lost a whole lot of weight. Yes. Um, it's pretty it, – and I've said this to you before personally, but it is very inspiring wow. what you've been able to do and how – and just – You inspire me. <laughs> You're the reason I lost 40 kilos. But 40 I'm, kilos? Yeah, 40 kilos. Wow. So um, that, no wonder you got Jill as a celebration, yeah, mate. Yeah, that was a celebration like, just to get a canine mm. in my life. So then. did you – like what was this – like I want to talk about it, but what was the stage that you got to that you – just decided like like enough's enough, or was, was there was there a moment that yeah, that happened? there was a few moments. One I probably can't touch on just because <laughs> what's he knows that one, but probably two key moments. Um, it was Christmas coming out of COVID, and my mum was like, "Whoa, you look like a Christmas ham." <laughs> <laughs> No, like and I just for context, Dovey's mum is the most beautiful. She, oh, I love tender. with all my heart. She didn't mean it in a like a bad way. No, nah, like it's pretty hard for not to be though. Like, nah. <laughs> we got a photo and she's just like, Whoa, you look buff. <laughs> buff. She <laughs> used the word buff. I'm like, come on, mum. <laughs> and it was more I woke up Christmas Day and I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, whoa. Mm. Cause you as you like I got chubby, you know, it was gradual from like twenty-two to the age of thirty-two where you just you gradually put on weight and you don't realise how, like, much you've put on because you look at yourself every day. Mm. And then, like, for some reason it just hit me and I was like, oh, my God, mm. I'm, like, obese now, 125 kilos. Yeah. Wow. So was it like – I try and, try and empathise with people. I've never – Weighed that much. No, you like, look hot as hell. <laughs> if I, I could have, have your body. <laughs> well, mate, by the way, you're going, you're well and truly past us. I don't know. No, but I want to, like, did, did it affect, like, aspects of your life as well? Oh. Like, because, like, I know you're very busy. We'll talk, I want to talk about your creative side because yeah. I, for one, I've got nearly every shirt you've created because yeah. I absolutely love them. But, oh, thank um, you. Like, did it affect other areas of your life? Literally. Like, yeah. it did. And I feel the whole thing being creative. It's like I relied on that so much to bring me joy and satisfaction that I forgot about the health side. Yep. And I think in the arty, creative world, it's not seen as cool or like 
this might have been just in my head, but cool to exercise and be fit. It's like, mm. oh, you got to be the trendy guy that parties all the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like what affected me, I had to like go on a CPAP machine. So at night I was like, I put on a mask like I was Darth Vader. And just, <laughs> and you can laugh, it's fine. Like, I, I, But it's embarrassing, but... It was, uh, and I used to pour a little bit of tobacco in the filter and just. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But literally you just get that uh, lethargic and just tired and like I feel during COVID that's when it really just, because all I could do was just stay inside and I loved cooking and I was dancing and getting. A bit high, can I say? Yeah, that? Absolutely. Can do that. Yeah. yeah, and now I don't smoke weed because it wigged me out. But mm. that's all I did was just get high, cook food, eat. It's funny, like how you, say, I guess, those stereotypes, like trying to trying to live up to your stereotype of you know creative that yeah. likes to party and that does this. It's like I totally sort of sympathise with that and felt that too. Like you know, I'm the party guy and like you know have a lot of fun and it's like. It's really hard to get away from that, yeah. even when you want to. 100%. But everyone else sees you as this, you know, that's who you are. So when you change that or when you try to make a, a change in your life, it's fucking hard to keep to stick at that Literally. when everyone sees you as something else. And that's what I love and I, was, I couldn't believe with you. It's like I just remember coming into work January, you were just like, I'm doing this. I'm not eating any fucking shit food. Yeah. I'm not eating any... <laughs> Unhealthy. I'm training. I'm going to run, and you just did it, and you yeah. stuck to it, and you didn't and that, waver. I think I feel uh, like the first two weeks is always was the hardest, mm. um, but then just like I feel trying to stick to it, like and just have certain things to keep you accountable was what got me through. Mm. You know, doing it and like just achieving certain goals and like being on Strava, I loved. Yeah, even getting a Fitbit and like some people say, don't treat it like, you know, don't weigh yourself. But I sort of liked, you know, even if I lost eight hundred grams, mm. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and because I've never that thought progress. about losing yeah. weight, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it was sick. It's um, funny how it's funny how people tell you what not to do. Yeah, like, but there's no if there was one right answer, there wouldn't be obese people. Mm. Yeah, like, there's no right 100%. or wrong way to do it. And I just think we've spoken about this a lot. Where I don't think people understand what their words are actually doing. Nah. You know, like you're trying your best. You don't need to be told Lich. you're doing something wrong, but and they're not trying to be negative. So or mean. much, yeah. and that's a thing. Like so many people throughout, you know, ten years of gaining weight. So many people will give you advice on like, you know, you got to do this and that. But I truly think you can only do it yourself. And like, you got to actually want to do it. Once you want to. Because like that many times, like some of my mates, my mum and dad and everyone's like, you know. But I, when I woke up Christmas day and looked at myself, I sort of knew I'm like, okay, I'm ready to take that leap. Yeah. And I don't think people realise it's more, I think food is seen as such a comfort. And like, you just eat because it makes you feel happy for that little glimmer, yeah, but yeah. you don't think about the long term. And because I was arty and creative, it's yeah. like I'm getting all my dopamine from that. Because I'm like, oh my god, no yeah. one else can do the the stuff. And yeah, but you don't think about the long term. Hundred like that yeah. short term, like satisfaction. 
is a problem, such a problem in society, isn't it? It's like yeah. taking that little shortcut to Not get that food, hit. Just in anything, exactly. Anyone that people get that from, and but it never lasts, no. does it? No. The, the, when you're taking those shortcuts, or you're, you know, um, yeah, like searching for happiness through through fake little, you know, gimmicks or whatever it might mm. be. It's not lasting, is it? It almost well, does damage it on the other end. It does, and normally it's because it's normally the easier option. Yeah. You know, what you did on Christmas Day, that's not the easy option. No. That's the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life, nearly. Yeah. You know, like actually own it. So yeah. once you own it, say, I'm going to do something about it, and the moment you say yeah, it, words true. are cheap unless you put it into place. <laughs> you know, whereas easy just to keep eating because that's comfort Literally. and it comes naturally. And that's a vicious cycle. Yeah. It's like, yep. you know, you look forward to doing that and yep. like, like COVID just brought it on so much more because it's like, okay, no one else is doing anything. Mm. I'm just going to cook a Massaman curry with <laughs> three layers of cheese and a, <laughs> a double quarter pound of meal with extra cheeseburger and a fan <laughs> off. <laughs> but how, how did you – what about like when you got started? I think that's what I – like I, as you said, those first couple of weeks, mm. I'd imagine that would be the hardest. Like I know I have like – imposter syndrome when I have a couple of weeks, like a few bad weeks, and then I try to go back to the gym. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be anywhere near what I used to do or I'm not – or they're going to look at me and be like, oh, he's unfit. Like, what's yeah. he been doing? Whereas if you've had, a you know, 10 years of – Oh, God. And like was, that, the difficulty well, of – Well, it was weird. Like, initially I just – I didn't see it as a weight loss journey. It was more like of a wellness journey. Mm. Like, actually like treat – and I think so many people think, oh, i got to lose weight. Yeah. But it's more you need to learn to uh, love yourself, I think. Mm. Well, that was cool, wasn't it? That, that, can, be, that oh, can be my clip. Clip no. that. Learn to love yourself. I'm just taking notes for your next keynote. That is <laughs> yes. like, well, you got to love the person in the mirror. Yeah. It's easy and I didn't. Like, yeah. I was, yeah. I, you know. It's so true because, like, if you just look at it as a weight loss, you might have been doing all, like, great things and, and you know, you might have put on some muscle and, and lost a bit of fat, but... And you haven't lost that that number on the scale, but you're still doing everything right mm. in your life to become a healthier, happier person. But if you only see it as a weight loss, is that's the yeah. only thing. You don't all of a sudden you're down in the dumps and it's sort of you know rattling. Well, you're going with the scales, and if the scales for some reason you've had a bit of fluid or something, yeah, all the good work and you're feeling well, you've, you're hinging it all mm. on what that number says. Yeah, and that's why I reckon people say. And I used to when I used to be a PT, I'd tell people not to use scales. How you feel and mm. your look yeah. and the impact, and that's why I love you saying wellness journey. Yeah, because people want to lose weight. That will come when you go on a journey, yeah. but it, there's so much more, like what you said. 100%. Yeah, I feel just – and, like, I think when I lost the weight, which we can talk about later, but it felt weird because I felt like I lost my whole identity. But during it, it was such a positive experience mm. of, like, just, you know, treating my body better, like getting an acai bowl instead of a double bacon and egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Just becoming the local legend down at uh, yeah, Faulkner, Faulkner Park. Park. That's my park. Don't you run there That's or lovely, I'll get you. Lovely park too, isn't it? It's the most underappreciated oh, park in Melbourne. Right in the middle of Melbourne. And just the trees yeah, and the active wear. It's what, crazy. What about like, <laughs> your love of running? Oh, So where did that – did you always have that like growing up or was no, that like – I would – I think from 16 to 18 I was quite fit, but I never started running 
properly until I like wanted to lose weight. Mm. And that was the hardest. I think that's what kept me going was at the start, I couldn't even run a hundred meters. Mm. And then like a month down the track, I was running two Ks. And then, you know, this year I completed my first marathon, which I can't believe. Oh, but that's epic. He's well some pretty impressive time too, Sadio. Yeah. Well, if you, if you don't mind, we don't. It was five your... minute 30 Ks. Oh, What's... Yeah. yeah, That's good going. That's yeah. incredible. We're not to... smart enough to add the time no. up here. But, no. uh... Yeah, I don't. I should really know. It's like <laughs> no, two, yeah, two hours. Mate, you've got under three Under hours. two, one hour and over... 57 minutes. No, no, over three hours. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm not you saying <laughs> bolt. I'm not... <laughs> If five minute thirties would be what, like, yeah, three three, three hours twenty. Yeah, yeah, something like that's, that. yeah. Geez, sorry guys, we no, can cut right. that out. No, but that's you know, we've still done a marathon. There's two other people in here that haven't. Well, no. I mean, we did the half marathon together, oh, yeah, and was... Stubby, you know, I said to him, I'm just gonna, I need to sort of try to finish this thing. He said, I'll, you know, we'll run together for the first ten k's, and I got to ten k's, <laughs> and I was sort of starting to tongue a little bit, and Stubby just said, All right, we're we gonna. Are we going to give it a crack now? I looked at him thinking, <laughs> mate, I'm going to give it everything I can. <laughs> nah, and it in wasn't the last eight, in the last eight Ks, he put eight minutes on me, the big fella. So, <laughs> so there's a bit, there's a big V12 motor. Yeah, on it's, you know, I'm not like saying that I'm like a fit god now. This I still have a bit of a gawk. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know what a gawk is? I do now. Yeah. Oh. So there's. I think I need to switch up my routine oh. a little. But in terms of running, you know, it is great fitness. Mm. But for your mind, it's like yeah. moving meditation mm. almost. You focus on your breathing. I like to put on some nice disco music. And that's what, what kept me running was not so much the physical aspect but more like it clears your mind and you mm. can just – all you have to do is focus on putting each foot in front of the other one. It's like, and I love the idea of reaching a destination. Yep. It's like you've accomplished something for the day, even if you do nothing. It's like, I reached that destination. I got to Table Rock. Is Table Rock? Oh, yeah. Greenpoint or something. Or, or Red Bluff. Or yeah, it's like, yeah, oh my yeah. God, I've reached that place. Now I can go home and play with myself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is another great pastime that you love. Yes, yes, that's helped I the weight loss do. journey too. The old god, vigorously, <laughs> the double maraca shake. <laughs> oh, so once you double started, maraca. once you started like getting fit and starting to know the difference, because like at the start it's hard, but you get big gains. Yeah, was, that, there a, was there a stage there where you know you might have lost ten kilos or something? And like, what's he was saying? Yeah, like, your body yeah. starts to change for the positive, but you're not losing that weight. Yeah, did literally. you sort of go through a few there slumps where so like you're like, I should be losing more, 100%. and then you play these demons in your head? Or at like the 20 k, like when I got under a hundred, like that took that was quick, and then it was like the next twenty was like so much harder because you just had to do different stuff and then mm. we'd start swimming. That's when Watsy sort of really came in and helped me because, yep. like, you know, I was just running. But then we went to the gym, then we started swimming, then we started making love. It was great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you got to exercise all avenues. I was yeah. wondering how you, you know, It's very hands-on. There's a lot of like, group love. Oh, you little ripper. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I was wondering how these all came Yeah, oh, that's just from <laughs> – Um, but that's what I've realised and that's why even running now, I just do it 
because I like the mental mm. aspect, but I've even realized now I've hit a bit of a lull, probably put on another four, like, you know, I'm not having, not still not 40 kilos down, but I just, I've sort of, my mate Sam Highland says, you've figured out the recipe. And he's like, you still can treat yourself, mm. but like, you just got to put in the work the next day. Yeah. Because then, like, the balance exactly, like, once you get it down, like, that balance of like, because you were so, you know, for that first yeah, 12 months, like, it was like, I'm not going to drink and I'm not going to eat for 18 hours. And I then, see you yeah, doing fasting. Like, what did you do, like 16, 6 and 18? It was more when I was deep, I would only like it. I'd eat sort of two meals at night. So I'd have, and I was doing HelloFresh. And I loved HelloFresh because I could cook it and I'd, you know, put on some music in the kitchen and, then I'd have like a bowl of cereal afterwards, but then I'd wait the whole day until Hello Fresh time day, again. Yeah. But now, yeah, I'm sort of it's back nice on to the... be able to have a, to be a bit more relaxed and be able to you know have your fun and have yeah. a little night off here and there, but still keep that routine going and because I'd... if you're doing the work, yeah, hundred percent. And now I've realised you can still have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just make it a uh, nice stuff, you yeah. Know? Like, and what about like, I guess, you know, obviously physically you've changed a lot, but like mentally as well in terms of, you know, like, has it helped you, you know, I guess, in how you're feeling within your head and how you're I feeling mean, about yourself? And it was, well, that's the weirdest thing. Like when I lost it uh, on the journey, I felt incredible. But then when I reached my goal of 40, I had like this, I like it was like a quarter life crisis where you've been chunky, you know, for most of your teen years and growing up and then you lose the weight. And it's like, I was just like, who the hell am I? Like, mm. and I used to rely on fat jokes and all this stuff. And then I couldn't use them anymore. I'm like, who the hell am I? Like, mm. so it was a real adjustment period of like going, I hate, like I was just down in the dumps. And now like this year, it's more just building on knowing, you know, you're this still is who Jack you are Turner. now. Yeah, yeah. And this, like, exactly. I think that's where, you know, I always, when I'm out, I try and be the funny guy. And I, like, when I was really chunky, I, you know, stubby, I had like this almost stubby persona where that was like my mask. And now yeah. I've realized after losing the weight, it's like Jack Turner is still okay. Mm. Um, so that's what I've come to terms with this year that it's okay to be yourself and it's mm. okay to not always be funny and, you know, be the life of the party. and Even though you still are and it's probably – but it's just doing it in a different way. Yeah. Or it's just, you know, it's like accepting that, you know, yeah, you're still exactly the same person on, you know, who you are. But mm, yeah, that you don't have to like, you know, put on a performance mm. as much. Like it still can come naturally like mm. being funny and, you know, mm. it was just – but. Like in saying losing the weight and people giving you compliments and like, oh, it felt incredible. Like yeah. I felt like did you find Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> you got more air than Jason Statham. Yeah. Did, did you find it hard sometimes too, like to sort of take those compliments? 100% because yeah. my – I hate like getting compliments because yeah. I just – my, you know, I sort of – the way I I like – don't put myself it's down. Self-deprecating yeah. self humour. Yeah. And that's what I was like, fuck, I can't rag on myself anymore. Yeah. Say I look like Chris Griffin. Or, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck, I just got to take this compliment and I really struggle with it. But, um, yeah, now it's just – it felt still felt incredible, mm. but it's been a big adjustment period and just trying to cop it on the chin. And, and what know. about um, motivation going forward? As you said, you sort of hit like – Yeah, hit well, now, I, you know, like I said, I'm – you know, I have put, you know, a few kgs back on, but I'm mm-hmm. not Chris Griffin anymore. But um, I, and because I did the Mara, my next goal, and this was inspired by Lewis Stud, who lives just two houses down, if we want to go look Louis at Stoddard, his body. Your neighbour, which I, I don't even I know. sort of knew, but I, I don't never even told know you. Yeah. About, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, you guys look very similar. He's a very fit man too. Oh. Both hands have run rings around us. <laughs> I like a compliment, so thanks. <laughs> nah, honestly, that olive oil is coming out and I'm going to rub you down. Maracas. Let's do a maraca half time. Oh. Um, no, the next goal, I want to try and do a triathlon and now I've set it on the mind. Yes, yes I good. have to do it. You commit to it. Well, but, I thought we were doing the Gold Coast Mara, but Yeah, no, maybe. we still do that. Chuck that in there and then the Noosa try later this year. Noosa try to copy Schubert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you did very um, well with that. That's, yeah. uh, now, I'm interested. It's always. I think that's one of the biggest things you need to have if, and I know we've spoken about this before, when you're training and you've got, it's not no purpose. Like you love doing it, you know it feels good. Yeah. But you need a goal or something Literally. bigger to keep that motivation going or push a little bit harder or and, that's and to celebrate what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, running now, like I love it. I'll never stop. But like I've physically, at, like I'll do it because I love it mentally. But physically, I feel you know I need to switch it up to lose the gawk. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. Lose the goal. Lose the goal. <laughs> Do a triathlon to lose a goal. Yeah, well, for I those out there that and... don't know what a gok is. Oh, I reckon they can summarise. But yeah. let, let's stay. The stomach, it. isn't it? It's just you. So it's a gut over a, a penis. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're allowed to say penis. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that bad. Like, no. I won't show the camera. Like, I still want girls to know that, you know, I'm looking sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's the goal. And yeah, love that. Love that. I, I'm really, I love that story, but I also love talking to creatives because yes. I find it like I know when I'm in flow creating like games and different things yeah. like that, I'm like at my happiest. And sometimes I struggle with it. What I want to know is when you has, has that changed? Like since you've changed as a person, has your creativity changed from a, you know, like that's it, a good question. Yeah, but I think it's like because you've changed as a person, yeah. you know, so obviously the things you do to get in flow and mm. like the other way you find inspiration, it's probably changed. You know, you've, yeah, instead 100%. of, you know, putting yourself down and talking about other things, now you're putting yourself forward and yeah. you've figured out you don't need to put on a persona wherever you're going. Like has that changed, I suppose, in, in your art? It's funny you start because another life goal was to put on an exhibition and that never would have happened like me being 125 kilos. Um, so I think it you're more motivated as a creative now and, like, you can get more done because you're not tired at 6 p.m. and just, like, you know, fall asleep with a cheeseburger on your face. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you're just more motivated and I do feel more creative and, like, I think that's the best thing about squash. Like, Lee and Wrangler, I loved it to bits. It was the best job, but obviously there was – you know, a lot of pressure to perform and do. you just wanted to impress all the time. But with squash, it's so good that we got that 
wellness balance too where you can be creative and get paid for it but still focus on, you know, going for a lunch run. And mm. I think that's what's great uh, with us. What about trying, like I guess, getting creative? I mean, I don't have a creative bone in my body when it comes to drawing, artistic, you know, flair. The one between and- your legs is quite <laughs> I've seen it do a few things. <laughs> oh, what? that's silly. The actually, that's nearly the quote of the year. Yes. Oh, it is a creative piece. We call it the Picasso penis. <laughs> oh, I think olive oil started coming in. Yeah. Oh to push my up. God. There's olive oil generation. Can I get my question out, please? Sorry. But what I'm, I guess what I have, you know, what I've heard of, and all the musicians back in the day, you, you know, getting on drugs and doing and mm. getting real creative, and and like for you, I guess as you said earlier, like smoking a bit of weed or having mm. drinks at night, help like getting creative. But now, like that's obviously come way back. Yeah, has that been hard? Is that but because you're more alert and sharp, is it easier to be? Or it was weird because like. Like I said, food was always a comfort. And then during like the weight loss process, you know, I'd get high. It was always like you'd need to rely on something or like to feel comfort. Mm. But once you reach your goal, it was like you don't you don't really need those things if you love yourself. Mm. Um, mm. And like I think it's this whole mystique that, oh, you know, if you get high, you're real creative and mm. stuff. But to be honest, I just laughed and like, you know, I didn't really feel like I needed to draw when I was high. I just wanted to sit on the couch and watch The Simpsons mm. and play with myself. <laughs> um, it's like back to that like stereotypes, I guess, that we all fall into. It's like yeah. oh, you can't go out and have a good night with your mates if you're not getting pissed or yeah. you can't do this if you're not, you know. It's like if you're happy within yourself and yeah. who you are and what you're doing, then you don't need any of those external things to... It's, uh, you know? it's very easy to say that though, but yeah. until you are actually happy with yeah. the person yeah. you see in the mirror, and it's so funny, like in all the talks I do and everything, I get people to express gratitude for other people, places, and experiences. And yeah. I flip it around and get them to do something, talk about mm. themselves, what they yeah. love about themselves, what they're proud about, what their best traits are, and, and people can't do it. Nah, so and many people are, and the, like the, I'm so, know, I would never, yeah. you know, I don't want to ever give myself a compliment i've always been a people pleaser and it's yeah sort of you could say this year was a wake-up call to yeah it's okay to say that you're not gonna sound cocky in front of all these people it's Mm. um yeah it's a real and i think that's like you know you're good at never ever being cocky but at least you you know you're a strong man. It's good to learn from you. And it's good to get people around you who Ooh, pump you up. Good and, oh, yeah. yeah. Good. You, know, Let's you can't do it right by now. yourself. Let's yeah. get nude. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming post. That's, post. that's it. Once we yes. get out of this. Now, I'm also really keen to talk about squash because um, more so than ever, I haven't been on social media much, but I must admit every time I open it up, I thought I was just seeing Jack over now. Stuffy, yeah. you're all over it too, oh, which coming. makes me happy. I feel like I know these boys. Yeah. <laughs> and you must be spending an outrageous amount on bloody advertising because you guys yeah. are everywhere. <laughs> but more importantly, like, how has your friendship, particularly just you two, changed? Like, Because I know when oh. you know when you started, Jacko was still a rooster at Port Adelaide yeah. and he was just funding his cash. You <laughs> had to funnel it through somewhere to stop paying so much tax. Yeah. But now, now since he's back on the tools and things like that, 
like that is, um, it sounds like you've got closer through, Literally. you know, like, and that's a very unique thing because working with your mates, most people, it doesn't work, but no. to be able to come out and say it's got better, like yeah. you, that must be awesome. Honestly, like it's sort of like he's my psychologist in a way because, you know, you've had your ups and downs and, you know, your career and you've been through quite a bit of shit and more the way that you've handled yourself during those moments and like you relaying those things back to me, it's like life changing. Mm. Wow. That yeah. Was good, that, wasn't that, it? But, that was um, but nice I'm serious. Like, mm. and it's, yeah. you know, we've always been close mates, but working together, you, and I don't really reveal the true me to many people, but like, he knows who I am inside and out, and he still loves me for it, which is great. Mm. That was really nice to hear. That was a lovely answer. It is. It really was. Was that nice to hear? Yeah, it's so nice to hear because you sort of, um, Stubby's that kind of person that everyone just is a you know sort of attracted to him and wants to be his friend and wants to be close oh, to him because he's so cool and he's got all this stuff. But for me, I guess it's been so valuable him feeling comfortable opening up to me and and learning about the things in his life that maybe he's struggling with a bit more or that do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and those moments, those conversations that we had, like they're the special ones to 100%. me. It's not like the going out and putting this thing on Instagram, like how good squash going and we're having a, you know, yeah. whatever it is. It's like, fuck, I'm like struggling at the moment with this. Like how'd mm. you, you know? Um, and I think like what I always sort of think is like vulnerability um, promotes vulnerability, you know? So when That's like literally. you show a bit of vulnerability or if I give you a, you know, a story of something that I went through, like all of a sudden you feel or felt a lot Safe. more comfortable with me knowing that I'm not going to judge or I'm not going to, you know, I think that's what we all need, isn't Literally, it? Like, and that's like stuff like this is mm. that's why it's so good because I think guys, yeah, like everyone says, they don't speak enough and mm. it's cool to get that's what's the like you'll have the best conversations of your life if you actually and they mightn't come often, but when you open yourself up and get raw mm. with your mates, that's when it's like, wow, we're yeah. close. Yeah. And I think in the right context as well, too often, and I think this is changing, which is really good, but too often it'll be after 15 beers. Yeah, mm. literally. Oh, mate, I'm battling rah, rah yeah. And you're both too, it's so negative. Yeah. It's not productive one little bit. And then in the morning you'd either forget or you'd think, oh, I shouldn't bring that up. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you... that's not the right place to do it. Nah. And you I know? think it's becoming more common yeah. when guys are, yeah. you know, you can open up. Yeah. And that's why I love like a, the podcast, for instance, because you're not pissed, you're not out at the pub. Yeah. And like some of the chats we've had, you yeah. know, it's just, it, it, it almost gives you that platform to like, do you know what I mean? Because if you are out or whatever and then you just try and jump into something serious or, you know, we've all been there and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm not ready for this or I just want to, you know, there's a time and a place for it. But um, I think it shows like real genuine care when, yeah. you know, and you don't have to push or pry and try to get something out of someone, but it's just like to let them know that if you, if you want to have a chat, I'm here and I'd love to be that person for you or whatever it might be. Um, that can help, especially as you said, like men, especially we try to yeah. put on this show that yeah. we're invincible. When um, what's that mask that you were talking about before, Stubby? The tears of a clown. Yeah. <laughs> the tears um, of a clown. <laughs> and I, I think being in a creative field, like throughout my whole life, I think in the creative sphere, you do speak about your emotions a lot more. But I've more like 
dudes on the work site and I think it's not like nah. it's not really a thing, you know. Mm. That's where it's like I think I'm lucky to work in an environment where you do work with a lot of girls and, mm. uh, you know, creative dudes that are happy to let their guard down. Yeah. Where if I was like a plumber on a work site, I'd just be cracking jokes and putting things in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have you a hammer in my ass. I still do that at work. <laughs> I would have a hammer and a oh. saw in my ass. Oh. Oh. Um, and that's the oh. thing. You still can get deep and but it can still be good. It doesn't have to be all doom and doom gloom. And gloom. Like you still can have a good conversation that's... without it getting... You know, that's such a good point. Do you think that's one thing? I know we've spoken about the 40 kilos and you're feeling better, but do you think that's been a byproduct of that as well? You know, like what I would never speak about getting deep or, and you know, like my whole life I've had mental issues and stuff, but I've always bottled it up. Yeah. Like since I was a teen, but this year is the only, you know, year where I've been sort of happy to talk about that stuff and, you know, depression, anxiety, all that. And it's good to like let people know that everyone goes through that shit. It's I don't you reckon like um and this is something I constantly go through myself is like when when you feel like you're doing the right things in your own life, it's a lot easier to like be honest mm. with others. You're not hiding. And whereas when you're fucking screwing around and you you know, I'm out too late or I'm partying too hard or I'm not it's like that's when you that's when you're like all the little white lies coming in and you're Literally. oh no, I wasn't doing that. No, I got to bed early that night or because you're actually ashamed of like mm. what you're doing and who you are. percent. Oh, like, you know, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like when that's probably when you need the help the most, but you're trying to, you know, you're hiding things in your life because you're embarrassed it. of them. That's so, you know, yeah. shame such a horrible thing, mm. you know, like, and only people, that have gone through shame, they're the ones that feel it. Mm. And it's not something they share with other people. Mm. Shame isn't vulnerability. Vulnerability is where you're actually practically sharing for the positive. Yeah. Shame's where you're holding something in Literally. because you don't want anyone to know about and it. And it's killing you. It's you're letting feeling, you up yeah. because only you can go through it because, as you said, you're putting on fake excuses mm. and lies and personas yeah. and masks. Mine was like putting, you know, just endless jokes on. You're covering it up with jokes. Yep. The tears of a clown thing mm. is actually real, you know. It's like you're always ah, doing that, but you know, when you get home, it's like fuck, I'm I suck. Yeah. But um, and that's why I think when you lost the weight and you was like, oh, I can't rely on that strategy anymore. Um, it's which I, I still do, like. Yeah. But it's more just that wake up call that you know, mm. yeah, you, it's okay to be vulnerable and. You know, show your true self. Stop hiding behind being stubby and mm. show Jack Turner because he's an okay guy. Yeah. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> we probably wouldn't have said that a year ago. No. You know, like, so, like, you, you can't make giant step. Like, that's a yeah. big step, you know. Yeah. To acknowledge that you're okay and you're happy with the person you are. Yeah. And, like, I'm still a freak. It's huge. But... <laughs> and, like, you're never going to be the kind of person that's, like, I'm an incredible human being. Nah. You know, like, you can let, you can let other people tell you that and be there for you with that. But as you said, Dale, like the steps that you've made is, yeah. Is it okay if I have a little? Yeah, what do you need? Or have I've, I just ruined it? No. Just a... Okay, we've just had a quick little break. Sorry, so. I was thirsty, break. guys. I know that's not professional, but <laughs> no, my <laughs> lips were chapped and we're moving on. You're doing a lot of talking, so that's yeah. uh, we want you to sound good. Yes. Um, 
I want to talk about nouns, Sidey. So, because um, obviously I met Sidey at the gym stub and then we got talking. and The bottom. Sidey, the bottom. <laughs> he, called, he was calling you the bottom. I like All that. front penis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get called front I've, penis? I've had a lot of names, stub, even not front penis. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that's a great. What I love is oh. people coming together. Mates coming together. You never know what's going to come of it. We've so just, good. you know, two psychos at the gym at yeah. five in the morning yelling and screaming and kicking and having a tantrum and whatnot. All of a sudden we're doing a podcast together. Yeah. You know, we've spoken to some incredible guests. I've learned so much just from this podcast and, you know, the, the beauty of coming in, even a lot of the times I'm coming in after a day's work and you've been traveling and we're all cooked even today. It's like we're mm. tired and we've yeah. had... Feel you, good now, don't you? You come yeah, in, and it's one of the it's best. Good. Yeah. It's good. It's liberating. So what can come of it? Anyway, the three of us, we're actually we're actually in a nice little nook. Nook. We are. Where we're working together. Yes. Sidey, tell us a little bit about n- nouns and how we've come on board. And it was uh, through a mate. So back a couple of years ago, into the old NFTs when they were mm. uh, a really big thing. And, I noticed uh, that. Yeah, up there, yeah, um, a little monkey. Yeah. Uh, so myself and a mate uh, got one and um, it's like a community where mm. once you've got one, they fund cool stuff to try and promote the brand mm. and they're pretty cool and things like that. And anyway, I, it was a real sort of a sort of similarity yeah. between what they do and your brand because I've always liked it. And it's funny how you I would just reached out and said, I've got an idea for you. I can get some money. Mm. That was probably more we could get some money and make something, but it's something cool and see what happens. And mm. um, isn't it funny what happens because of that? Yeah. You know, that's how this Literally, started. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I just think if anyone's listening that, yeah, it's, you've got an idea, just talk to someone about it. Yeah, 100%. Because, like, you never know. Like, and for example, like, yeah, we've got some shirts and shorts coming out soon, which I'm really excited Very about. Excited. Very and excited. that's what I love about the Nouns NFTs is they're, they're cool, like the caricatures and stuff sort of resembles, you know, not in the same way, but what we do on mm. shorts is still that fun vibe. Yeah. That's why it was good, you know, yeah. synchronisation. The tees have actually landed, haven't they? Yes. I reckon they have. The shorts, though, they're in uh, production. Yeah, got the samples, samples coming. coming Sorry. Yeah. Is, it, is that going to get you in trouble? No, 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 no. There'll be There's 800 shorts coming next week. <laughs> Perfect. We like that. But we'll get your tees sent to, yeah, we'll get you sent. Well, I like that. So people can look out for that. I think that's one thing. How's, when you started, like, squash, like, what, do you, can you remember what your vision was or, like, do you mm. remember, because I know there's obviously you two and Walshy. Do yeah. you remember, like, because it's a really cool brand now and mm. it must be so, I see people wearing it all the time and I bet yeah, you see it more than cool. anything. It's like when you buy a red car or something, everyone's got a red car. Yeah. But, no, but, like, for something particularly that you have created, Stubby, because it's all your creativity, mm. you know, like, but it must. Saying that, though, like, if I was to do a brand by myself, it probably wouldn't. It lasts three months. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it's where a it was team like, effort. Yeah, it's a but team effort. But but the actual creation is you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's oh, like, of course, it's to get that there. Everyone's got to do mm, something. Mm. But your drawing is on so many people. Yeah, and that's where like it was but a it big realization. Even like on Love Island, mm. I know you don't like that show, but <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure. But <laughs> more, <laughs> I'm trying not to judge, but I think that's junk. Anyway, yeah, I yeah. am judging. Sorry. <laughs> I am But like, I can't believe, like, and that's where it sinks in, you know, you turn on Channel 9 mm. and 
like somebody's wearing a pattern that you've drawn. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Wouldn't have been like, for long, though. They don't care their clothes. No. Oh, no. There was a full-on squash feature recently where they, mm. the guys were all making love and it was full-on. I find it like we've had so many, you know, like pinch yourself moments, don't you reckon? Like, yeah. And that's the thing like, we've spoken about it is, is like enjoying the journey. Yes. Because like I can, you know, right now, like things are pretty tough and it's fucking tight and we're, yeah. you know, it's like – and. But you look back at the journey and where we've come from and, like, you know, I can remember our first sale. We were out for yeah, dinner and we crazy. the first time we went live on the website and someone bought one and it was like, holy shit, someone's actually bought our, a pair of our shorts, you yeah. know. Or then, like, the first time you see someone that you don't know wearing it down the street, it's like, yeah, I can remember, like, weird. messaging you guys, like, I just walked past someone on Chapel yeah. Street wearing <laughs> Did you fucking- stop it? No, nah, you shot him, man. I just like I always just nice shorts, man. <laughs> 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 Buy another pair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like that is my discount code. <laughs> yeah, and like appreciating, you know, where you've come from and where you've gotten to. You know, like it's so easy to get to get caught up in like, oh, we need to be bigger and better, and mm. you know, and and obviously like you want to, you know, grow and and um, scale and all the rest of it, but. But to enjoy the journey is sort of the most important thing. I think we're pretty good at that. In, in, 100%. You know, in, and in coming back to What that. I love is more like there's a lot of brands out there, but they've got a lot of support from different, you know, areas and a big team backing mm. them. But the fact that like three guys that, you know, grew mm. up together uh, sort of have done it and we've got a great team of other people that mm. help us. Shout out to Jen, Jen and Tash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's more like three guys have, you know, gone, had a brand for eight or so years. Mm. It's kind of unheard of that it's, you know, just through three people. It's yeah. kind of cool. And look out what what's to come, hey? Ooh. 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 <laughs> Ooh. Baby. Mama, mama, <laughs> so we, we always like to always finish as well, Stubby, with like it. You know, wrapping up, like, and you've got a few things you can be proud of, mate. Everyone does, but we've probably right. spoken about more than – I don't know. A lot of our other guests were spoken about sort of their career or something they've done or they've won a flag or something yeah. like that. But you've done so many cool things in your creative professional life, yeah. which I'm sure you're very proud of. You've just mentioned there. Um, but also probably the most important thing is that you've done something for yourself. You yeah. Know, you, now you look at yourself and you're an okay guy, you know. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine that's pretty cool. But what are you most proud of from – you know, where you've come from or what you've created or what you've been able to do? It's a very big question. Um, no, proud of is more uh, I'm proud of how I make people feel, I reckon. My goal is to, you know, always make people feel welcome and I I know it's a weird thing to say, you can be creative and lose all the weight, but um, like, for example, just on the, the dog beach, I've got Jill and... It's more like in the space of two, three months, I've become friends with everyone on that dog beach and they all know my name and I give every one of them the time of day and I don't think many people go to the effort to do that, but you can make someone's day by just, you know, putting in the effort and putting a smile on their doll and I think that's what I'm proud of, you know. I've got Mm. an 80-year-old I'm not sure if he's 80. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but, um, I doubt he will. <laughs> but his name's Ian and he's the nicest man and, like, you know, just making him happy and just people you wouldn't usually, you know, make smile and you make them smile, that's what I'm proud of. 
That is so good. And That's I think cool, like you as well a person, Stubby, and that can come back to bite you sometimes because oh, literally, you, I give too much of myself, but you give so exactly. And if someone, you know, not you're a very rare breed in how much you give yourself to other people and also like you're a sensitive soul. Oh, so if someone so doesn't, sensitive. you know, if someone's not the same as you and doesn't give that love it's hard for you to you yeah. do you know what i mean and that's the what i'm going through you know this year it's sort of it's okay if people don't give that back to you you yeah. know it's not like all it doesn't gonna... say anything about you it yeah. says more about them yeah. if that's how they treat you and that's how like, they treat oh, they other people for, but yeah now it's just like it's on them mm. i'm a good man yeah I've upgraded from okay yes. to good. Wow. By the, the end of this, I will be new. Just like, I love myself. I love it. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Ian at the dog park, he'll be getting aroused. He'll be yeah, all over that. Literally. Isn't that funny though? Like, and I just love thinking of sliding door moments. If you hadn't have been on Christmas Day, that realisation to lose the weight, to treat yourself with Jewel the dog, yes. you wouldn't be worried about your mate, 80-year-old Ian, that may not be 80, no. that you're going to offend at the dog park. Because I'd be on my CPAP machine just in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> we may never have found our love for Star Wars. If Literally. You... Oh, no, I've always you loved always But you have you got me more into the, you know, the prequels and oh. Ahsoka and respecting that. Which, oh. oh, my God. Respect. We won't get into that because it'll go for Actually, yeah, another is, 10 that's hours. That's the next episode. Just tell you. me, do you, like, read the, the Dragon Ball <laughs> Fairies? No, well, it's weird. He reads it at lunch and then he... <laughs> He comes back and that Picasso penis is just. I was like, go have a cold shower. <laughs> the olive oil's out. Literally, olive oil, just half an empty tube. And I haven't introduced Stubby to Feyre yet. Oh. But he'll get there, Feyre, yeah. after all. Yeah, stick to Star Wars for now. And we'll move on to the fairy erotica. Oh. Maybe next year. So funny. Oh, so too funny. good. Too good. Thank you, Stubby. Thanks yeah. so much oh, for coming thank on. Thank you, guys. Mate, that you are... Well done, mate. You should be like, I know we like talk about it, but you should be really yeah. proud thank you. that Jeez. you saw something you needed to do and you, you did something about it. If, that, if people can listen to that and you inspire one person, mate, that's epic. That's what awesome. we do this year. Yes. You know, that's what we want. So no. well done, mate. No, and I want to thank you guys for having me on. It's been awesome. I felt real safe. And you guys got to keep doing what you're doing because, you know, guys will listen to this and they'll open up to someone mm. and it's a lot of fun along the way. So well done. Let's Bye. get it. Thanks, Thanks mate. See you guys. Yippee!